tour all night is supported by listeners like you. To find out how you can help, head over to patreon.com slash songsoftoriamus. There you'll see what exciting rewards we're offering for your support. Once again, that's patreon.com slash songsoftoriamus to help us continue to make high-quality and tourytainment for you. Good morning, everybody. This is your daily Ocean to Ocean after show wrap up slash pre-show pre-wrap. The fourth show is in the books. Birmingham, Alabama on June 22nd, 2023 at the Alabama Theater. Done and done. Stick a fork in it. She's done. And the set list is as follows or was as follows. A sort of fairy tale. The moment I requalified it. Did you notice? Did you notice the moment I requalified it? She's like, okay, I can play it again. A sort of fairy tale. And some people took advantage. Congratulations to you if you took advantage of a sort of fairy tale being requalified. She opened with a sort of fairy tale, Ocean to Ocean, Cotton Light Sneeze, Lust, Fire to Your Plane, which was last played in 2014 in Sydney solo, but last played with the band on September 30th, 2009 in Rome. The first part of the set was wrapped up with bells for her. Then the band went away for a rousing solo time of Rooster Spur Bridge. Then they barely had a chance to sip their water before they had to come rushing back out for Donut Song, Playboy Mommy, Wednesday, Beauty of Speed, and ended the main show with Bliss. Welcome back, Bliss. Encore was Big Wheel and Cornflake Girl. Big Wheel? Cornflake Girl? A few stats from Rose. We've got 25 times for A Sort of Fairy Tale this tour, 69 times for Ocean to Ocean, 15 times for Cotillite Sneeze on this tour, 5 times for Lust. 10 times for Bells for Her, 7 times for Donut Song, 4 times for Rooster Spur, 9 times for Playboy Mommy, 5 times for Wednesday, 10 times for Beauty of Speed, 18 times for Bliss, 2 times for Big Wheel, and 66 times for Cornflake Girl. The only debut of the night was, in fact, Fire to Your Plane. And to that I say shock at the shock of my life. I've been told if you're bored, if you're not at the shows, you're going to need to head over to the Tori Messias said Facebook group where Rose Cress is writing some saucy fan fiction. I don't know what is going on over there. <laughs> I don't know. But there is some heat happening. I've been told I need to promote that. And please head over there and make sure everyone is okay. A little about her outfit last night. She was wearing a two-piece pants and frock with a high collar. It looked to be like a cream mother of pearl color with maroon and gray-black leafy pattern. It was like a leafy pattern with gold shoes and like a mid-arm sleeve. And the sleeve had these tan, not fringes, but like poofs at the end. Poofs. 
Oh, and it seems like the left side had, oh, and the right side had slits in the shoulders. She was wearing a slitty shoulder. Same silhouette that she seems to love to play in. Surely a flowy number, a flowy silk number. So good on her. Good on that outfit. And with all that being said, let's get into the wills and wants for last night. No one got a golden four, which is fine. It's fine. How could you have predicted fire to your plane? How could anyone have predicted fire to your plane? But the points were redistributed as such. Rose Crest now sits at the top with 70 points, tied with Merritt Glover, Matthew LaPierre, Jennifer Dinkle, Evo, who took advantage of the sort of fairy tale clause, Bosco Tron also at the top, and Anku Panku. All of them have 70 points. It's an eight-way race for the top with, and this is before I'm pulling the bonus song, okay? So who knows? Anything can happen. There's also a tie for second place, and Stefan Svensson, Searsha, Rachel, Nick Eberly, Marla Darling, Mario Scala, Lennon, Aaron McClure-Reed, me, Efren Jr. Efren Jr.'s tied for second with so many people. Christopher Whitney, who got three tonight. Andrea Adams, who also got three tonight. April Anderson, Stephanie Stork were all tied for second. There's also a tie for third. There's a lot. There's a bigger tie for third. This is a bloody battle, and this will be a bloody battle to the end. I feel it. So to wrap up the wills and wants, let's pull a bonus song. I'm pulling the bonus song for today. And again, remember, the bonus song, she obviously didn't have to play it. It's anything that comes out of the bag. And that bonus song for today is, oh God, Total Eclipse of the Heart. Sorry. I'm going to pull another one because that's a cover. I don't like when that happens. Total Eclipse of the Heart and Original Sensuality. That can't be right. We did that yesterday. Well, the bag gives and the bag giveth again. If you chose Original Sensuality, which I know you didn't, you get a bonus point. (laughs) So hopefully tomorrow's bonus point will be better when we are in Atlanta. And now it's time for a breakdown. It's time for us to pick our participation prize winner for Birmingham. Now, I've put everyone in the list that played Wills and Wants last night. So let me record my screen here because I'm doing it for my phone. A few Birmingham friends. And I'll post this video on our Instagram so you can see it. Okay, here we go. Can you hear this? Can you hear that? That's the wheel spinning. That's the big wheel turning our fantasy. Hey. Um, (laughs) Anyway, that's so dumb. Oh my god, that's so dumb. I won. (laughs) I'm gonna spin again. I did win. That's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. I don't want the spotlight. No, thank you. Okay, a few Birmingham friends. The real winner is... (laughs) God. Um, Matthew LaPierre, you did it again! Congratulations to Matthew LaPierre. You won. Hold on, let me quit this recording. You won. I have your email address. I mean, your home address. I have your home address, Matthew. (laughs) Um... Don't worry. I'm going to send out all the... I will be sending out all the participation prizes. Don't worry. I want to make sure they're good. So I was working on something. It's taken me a minute. Everybody calm down. Speaking of Atlanta, that journey was hard. The road traveled was long. But here we are in Atlanta for Tori Amos' June 23rd show, June 23rd, 2023, here in Atlanta, Georgia. 
Tonight, she will be entertaining the Atlanta gays in the Cobb Energy Performing Arts Center, which I've been to. You can expect all the Atlanta gays to show up. Your Marconiums, your Kenny Franklins, your Michael Toscanos. All the girls will be there, and they're going to have a wonderful time. I can almost guarantee it, because you know what? They have the light and the joy inside them. Here in Atlanta today promises to be a cloudy day. 81 degrees high, 64 degree low, 19% chance of rain at the peak. Considerable cloudiness, weather.com says. A stray shower or thunderstorm is possible. Better not happen at 12 to 12.30, if you know what I'm talking about. By the way, thanks to Shay for managing our game yesterday and every day up to this point. Shay, always killing it. If you could see me now, I'm hugging myself. Like, I'm hugging myself like Tori does on stage, but, like, sending you the hug. You know, I'm, like, hugging myself, but I'm hugging you, you know? That's me to Shay right now. Shay, thank you. Thank you for your service, Shay. Okay, here in Atlanta, Brandon Valencio, as always, what a cutie, sent me the stats. And here they are. Tonight is the 25th Atlanta show, by the way. And I'm looking at the stats. The first time she performed here was May 4th, 1992 in Atlanta at The Point. She seems to always do multiple shows in Atlanta. So in 1992, she did two shows. 1994, she did one, two, three, four shows in Atlanta. 96, she did four shows. 98, she did three shows. 99 and 01 and 02 and 03, she did one show each. 05, she did two shows. 07, she only did one show. 09, she did one show. 11, she did one show. 14, 17, and 2022. She's calmed down over the years with her love of Atlanta. But the very first set list that we have, we don't have any of the set lists from 1992. They do not survive. And I really got a bone to pick with them 1992 Atlanta fans. It's because the Tory gays hadn't gotten there yet. You know, but the first set list that we have is from April 1st, 1994, and it went a little something like this. Sugar, Crucify, Icicle, Precious Things, Happy Phantom, Pretty Good Year, God, Silent All These Years, Waitress, Leather, Me and a Gun, and Baker Baker. Encore was Cornflake Girl and Winter. So a pretty standard 1994 show. And just to skip ahead to last year, Ocean to Ocean Tour 2022, US Like One, the set list was Juarez, Bouncing Off Clouds, Little Earthquakes, Bliss, Ocean to Ocean, Edition of Light Divided, China, Rooster Spur Bridge, Russia, A Sort of Fairy Tale, Little Amsterdam, Give, Devil's Bane, Sweet Sangria, and Cornflake Girl. Encore was Precious Things and Take to the Sky, yay, yay. So with all of that, being armed with that information, having the knowledge, I'm going to be so bold as to say A Sort of Fairy Tale is back on the disqualified list. Go fuck yourself. A Sort of Fairy Tale, get back on the list. Not that I think that she's going to play it again tonight necessarily, but she's clearly alternating between God and A Sort of Fairy Tale. So it, it breaks the fundamental rule of chance, which is why it's going back on the disqualified list. And Big Will, you got one more performance left in you. So with that being said, I am going to say that my wills are Big Wheel and Crazy. Those are my wills for Atlanta. My wants, I still want hotel. And I'm going to throw Birthday Baby back in the mix. Come on, Valerie Lord. You promised us something, Valerie. You had one job, Valerie. 
My bonus song will be Flicker. You know, because it could just come out of the bag. Flicker. So Big Wheel and Crazy are my wills. Hotel and Birthday Baby are my wants. And Flicker is my bonus song. And don't forget, we pulled Original Sensuality yesterday and the day before. That's wild. A double sensual pool. Breaking news from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Cause for concern. Georgia must reevaluate all 2.8 million Medicaid recipients. Well, that's going to take some time. Also, Hawks pick guard Kobe Bofkin in first round of NBA draft. Meanwhile, reading book to class apparently gets Cobb teacher in trouble amid Georgia law. Oh, no. A Cobb County teacher may be the first casualty of laws passed last year amid a conservative backlash against woke classrooms. I can't even. I'm not even going to get into it. I can't. This is not the place. People who are anti-woke, it's embarrassing. It's just embarrassing. And I hope that you tell them so. Um, That's the headlines. Those are the headlines that Tori will certainly read if she picks up her own copy of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution today as she drives into Atlanta this morning. I hope you have a wonderful show. And I'm going to toss it over to Amy. Amy is our resident witch who reads our cards for all the cities on the U.S. tour and, and the cities in the European tour she did as well. You can book a reading with her at MajorGeminiTarot.com, MajorGeminiTarot.com. And I recommend you do so. If you're getting anything out of this, if you're enjoying it, head over to MajorGeminiTarot.com and book a reading today. Take it away, Ames. <laughs> you Atlanta. Hot Atlanta. Where are you at? This is going to be a really interesting combination of fun Southern witch energy with partnership and relationships and decisions and understanding how much to play into that, how much to lean into that and how and when to sort of find that balance and retreat a little bit. The reason I'm saying that is because I pulled three tarot cards to describe the vibe, the full, the, the feel of this concert. And I got the High Priestess, the Lover's Card, and Temperance. So whenever I see the Lover's Card, it always indicates that there's a decision to be made, right? Sometimes it has a lot to do with like a relationship. I th- in fact, most often it has to do with a relationship, but it always has to do with something that is being presented in front of us as an opportunity, right? High Priestess is, to me, the Witch card, one of my favorite cards, right? A lot of black associated with this card. Black is a color of change. It is embodied with the principles of the magician, knowing and understanding that these, the things that created the universe are the things that are inside and reside in you now. And it's up to you to draw those out. Um, High priestess and witches in general have a good acknowledgement of those things present in the body and have a feeling or a vibe with the intuition, a deep connection to the intuition, right? That's what she teaches us. Temperance teaches us moderation. It sounds what it sounds like, right? The the photo of the card, which I really love about it, shows this lovely gold glitter around, um, you know, a woman's lips around the mouth, but it's nowhere else in the body, right? This approach and temperate and understanding the time for things and when they need to come to pass and when they need to go and when they need to be put to bed, right? Again, I think that's very related, very strongly to the lover's card. So. Yeah, this is interesting. It's got a, a lot of interesting pulls here and a lot of interesting oppositions as well that I'm just noticing looking at the chart itself. So the first thing I want to talk about, we still have the sun in Cancer. It's in the seventh house. That's the house of partnership. We've got Mercury moving close to it in the sign of Gemini, very sociable sign. The two planets that were closely, um, not too close to be a conjunction, but very close are Mars and Venus, and it's hanging in the eighth house. So again, 
emphasis on, once again, those taboo topics, the things that we love so much about Tori and her ability to go there in the very real, real, real sign of Leo. The thing that's interesting, though, is the moon has shifted, as moons do very quickly. It's in Virgo, sensitive placement for the moon. I should know. I've got a daughter with the Virgo moon, and let's just say every day is a new day around here. It's in the ninth house, right? So this this is going to lift the mind. It's going to lift it into into places and, and locations that we want to go and explore and enjoy and sometimes are surprised by, sometimes are sort of like, where'd that come from? It's like, well, that's how you know, right? You've, you've tripped into the realm of um, picking up information and knowledge from the universe and it can be really exciting. I'm picking up again. There's, so the sun is in opposition to Saturn and I'm thinking a little bit about what that means to sort of oppose Saturn Saturn has a lot to do with parental figures. Um, it has a lot to do with, a, you know, if it's the moon's in opposition, that's on the moon's of the emotion, right? It's in Virgo, sensitive sign. We've got Saturn in Pisces. It's in the third house. You know, again, I think, I think, I think attention with parent. I think finding love from parents and finding that in short supply. I think the prediction here is that there's just a lot of grief to move through. We talked about the lover's card and decisions and the moon opposing Saturn. I think there's grief here. I think there's grief with a parental figure um, could be the grief of someone of not having the Saturn is commonly associated with the father, right? So there could be, there could be a feeling like I never got recognition from the father or anyway. So these are some sensitive, deep topics and I want to delve too into that because it just feels a little too intimate, but okay, let's draw back a little bit. Take a look at the comparison between Tori's natal chart, which is the planetary alignment at the time of her birth, and Atlanta. And let's just take a little look-see at what's going on there. So the moon has moved once I said, you know, it's in Virgo. In Tori's natal placement, it's in the ninth house, and it's right on top of Uranus, right? She also has Uranus in Virgo as well, sitting in the ninth. Okay, what does this say? Uranus is the planet of chaos and change. It is the step and acknowledgement towards transformation. Uranus in the ninth is very interesting because Uranus is the planet we look to for where we get where we get our insights in times of stress, right? In times of confusion, in times of chaos. And it being in her ninth house, in Tori's ninth, and it being in such close conjunction to the sun and Pluto, which is a humdinger of a placement, BT dubs. It just, again, once again, speaks to her ability to travel and go to these dark shadow places. She comes back and brings back a heart, right, to help heal people who have also been through that. It's a lot of what I see in her chart in terms of like where she's going in this life and the types of things that she's doing and is challenged to do. There's such a sensitivity with the moon in Virgo, such a sense and connection to the earth, and cycles of the earth and moodiness in the best possible way. I mean that in the best possible way. And this ability for Tori to also be in those deep, dark places and help a Virgo moon really feel seen. And by Virgo moon, I mean everyone at the concert is sort of feeling this intense sensitivity. And then you have that intense opposition to to Saturn, that parental figure, that figure of authority. And I think Tori is here to show you that in her chaos and the things that she's sort of been through and dealt with and accomplished, that there is that sense of self that is preserved despite the lack of um, perhaps that authority figure giving you a recognition or acknowledgement in some significant way. So I think, again, 
a lot of different energies here in Atlanta. I think there's going to be decisions pressing on people's minds. I think it might be with respect to partnership. It could be a parental relationship that's sort of at the forefront of people's minds. Don't forget, you've got the high priestess card here to assist and help you to show you that, you know, you want to move past something you absolutely can. The, the priestess reminds us that those energies are within this, right? It is, you are what you think. You can bring forth the types of things that you think can nurture you, right? You, and you don't need anybody else to do that. And temperance teaches us, don't go all the way into that dark night, right? Don't go too far into the shadow self, like come back, take those moments to take a breather and really acknowledge how far you've come. If you can't be good, be careful. We'll talk soon. So, this is the opening night of the American tour, and thank you for coming. Woo! I've been told that I'm, I'm in hot Lana. So I haven't done this little song all tour, and I decided I'm doing it tonight.
of the Sideways Society. For more information or links to things mentioned on the show, please visit us online at songsoftoriamus.com.